Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Shambling along with WordPress plugins. It's episode 533. And we have plugins for Mars pictures, back in file search, better links, Halloween boxing, CSSing, saving the posts, and classic press options all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And we have a usual great show for you. And, of course, this is an all-new season. WP Plugins A to Z is 11 years old and counting. We have just started our 12th year. This is the first episode of our 12th year of doing this show. October 18th was the anniversary of the show, folks. So, yeah, we've been around a long time. We are pretty much the longest-running WordPress podcast out there, continuously running. There was one that was longer than me, but he died off for several years and then came back. But uh, at any rate, before I get too far down the line, you'll remember to hang around at the end of the show for the Q&A segment with Amber and for those listening to the podcast, you want to check out the YouTube version, which not only has the second part of the Q&A segment, but the first five, ten minutes of the show, we have a little bit of a banter back and forth. Sometimes it's very interesting and entertaining. Sometimes it's a little on the boring side. But with all that being said, please thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. You know, I double-checked with people listening. They said that the clips are coming through fine, but for some reason, I can barely hear them. It sounds like it's coming from... The clips? Like, yeah, the, it's, if you, it sounds like it's coming from, like, another room in a very large house. Oh, it's I can interesting. adjust that. I'll adjust that. Here. You hear it now? Squirrel! Still the same, but that's okay. It comes through fine for our listeners, so... Perfect. Yeah, okay. I don't know why you can't hear them. All right. I'm just going to blame my headset. Okay, blame <laughs> that. Off you go. This is, this is number 40 of 52 episodes for 2021. We are just about at the end of the year. Doesn't really feel like yet another year has just passed us by, though it has been a fairly busy past year for most of us, I'm finding. I hope that everyone is ready for Halloween. In my opinion, it is the best holiday of the entire year, even though I unfortunately will be missing our show next week, which will be our Halloween show. Sorry. But, I mean, honestly, what's better than free candy? Also, I think Halloween is literally the most trusting night of the year. Like, what other night of the entire year do people willingly allow complete strangers to knock on their doors and accept things from complete strangers? It's essentially offering up and accepting gifts with all the people in your area for hours at a time. And, you know, nobody really thinks anything of it. But even with all the excitement and everything, remember to take some time for yourself. Block out a little time of your day just to chill out without any kind of media. 
it will help a lot with the whirlwind of holiday craziness because you know that the next few holidays that are coming up are just going to be insane. Rinse and repeat as often as needed. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's go wander into. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John. And Amber. <laughs> Okay, so the first thing I've got for us today is, I'm not sure if it's Kira or C-I-R-A. Kira. Kira, okay. Sierra. So Kira's cybersecurity report. <clears throat> Canadian Internet Re Registration Authority. Wow, I thought you didn't know acronyms. Uh, I know this <laughs> one because oh. I've, I've owned .ca domain since the beginning of its existence. Ah, it okay. Used to, it used to, they never used to use their acronym, then they started using their acronym. Huh. Okay, so uh, what this is about is uh, it's talking about how the pandemic has shifted Canada's cybersecurity landscape a lot. Kira has published its annual cybersecurity survey for the year, and it's a little surprising, actually. In this article, you'll read about how cybersecurity professionals have had to adapt to the new lasting measures and what we can expect to stick around for the future with these new measures and what we can what's probably going to be set by the side. So, any thoughts? No, not really. Okay. Any thoughts on that <laughs> at all? It's, it's a never-ending battle. It's like it's 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 a continuous arms race. You know, the the more the security experts take care of things, the more the hackers find new ways to get in. It's an arms race. It's an everyday. I'm just kind of surprised at uh, the way that it's changed. Maybe it's because I'm still fairly new mm. to everything, but it it surprised me to read just how much has changed just mm. over the past year. Well, people people had more time to sit in front of their computers this this past year and a half. That is actually very true. Yeah, you got to remember, more people were working from home than ever before, so more people were using the internet in ways that hadn't been done before. So that changes everything, and that that uh, gives new access to the uh, hackers. Very good point. All right, next one I have is WordPress 5.9 go slash no go update. So this is talking about how all of the proposed features are indeed going to be moving forward. So users can expect block themes, templates, template part editing flows, new defaults 2022 block theme, styles interface, design tools, navigation block, and all manner of UI improvements, and also pattern insertion directly from the pattern direct directory. Hmm. So uh, I think what was going on is they were kind of waffling about what they would have and what they wouldn't in this new update. And it seems they've just decided to throw it all in there. Hmm. <laughs> that ought to be fun and entertaining. Yeah. I'll definitely be avoiding updating until they, uh, until they hit patch 5.1 or 5.2. <laughs> or 5.9. Might be a good idea. 5.9.1 or 5.9.2. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're throwing that much that that much into the pot. You make you want to make sure the the flavors are blended well <laughs> before you start tasting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one up is WP fastest cache patches authenticated SQL injection and stored SS via CSRF vulnerabilities. Now I'm not sure what cross scripting, SS cross scripting, and uh, cross scripting vulnerabilities. 
Oh, okay. All right. So what this article is talking about is explaining the various patches that have been brought out to fix vulnerabilities, but why it's news is the speed with which it was done. Hmm. So when I read this, I couldn't help but think about how a lot of the patches that I've seen kind of rushed. They didn't work very well, and they had to put out a whole new patch. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe maybe the fast patches are getting better. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe they just knew what was wrong and actually wrote the code correctly. That could be it. Uh, The next one up is Yoast and Google sponsored core contributors propose new WordPress performance team. So I had to read this a few times. Um, I think what they're saying here is that WordPress core vitals need work as a whole because there's a lot going on on the various sites. So uh, as a whole, a lot of the sites are slowing down. They're not loading up as fast as people, uh, the, the visitors would like. Yeah. And so they're, they're, they're proposing that every, I, I think they're suggesting that people throughout WordPress start using like the same themes and plugins. Now they don't say that, but it seems like it's giving that feeling. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with WordPress. When they, when they start comparing it to Wix, Shopify, Squareface, Space, and all those others, and mm-hmm. They forget that WordPress, if you were to run just strictly the core WordPress theme and maybe a couple of super popular plugins like WooCommerce, you'd be quite fine. But the problem is, is there's, what, 90,000, 100,000 plugins to choose from. And, you know, the whole sole reason for the existence of this show. But, you know, you start throwing all that different stuff into the mix, it slows things down, changes stuff. So Yeah. So this this was an interesting article for me because it's not very often I have to reread an article so many times just to really get what they're saying. Yep. Uh, the next one up is Gutenberg contributors propose renaming reusable blocks. And the first thing that pops into my head is why do companies do this? Why do they rename things when everyone knows the current name already and then they change name and... I don't know why people because it's why improving companies do your this. customer experience. Mm, yes, that phrase ha- has so many meanings to it. It does. It does. I, it's like I, 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 they don't like names, so they decide to change them later after everyone's gotten used to it, and then everyone doesn't know what the hell they're talking about anymore until <laughs> they get well, used to a new name. And about time we get used to a new name, we'll change it again. <laughs> well, in this case, uh, the. The creators of Gutenberg are saying that they had no idea how important reusable patterns would be. Mm-hmm. So they are looking to create a category slash new name for them to make it easier for their users. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep, like I said, improving customer experience. Uh, Joey's pointing out that Facebook is about changing name too. Yes, I actually brought that article. If you want to jump down to it. Facebook um, is changing its name. Yes. So what? They are. They don't know yet. We steal your um, data as fast as you can put it on here. Um, <laughs> what are they going to change it to? Oh, to Zuck. They're going to change it to Zuck. All right. So it's Face Zuck. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, the writers at TNW here they have a couple suggestions like Zuckverse. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't think they actually know what they're going to be changing it to. They they are talking about changing it and that's as far as I've gotten so far as so far as far as I know but 
Yeah. Well. Oh well, it's uh oh as it is. Yeah, the the whole the whole reason why they are changing their name is because they want to be they want to appear as more than a social media company. Uh-huh. Which yeah, okay. Good yeah. luck to them. Whatever. Good luck. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I I I have touched my Facebook a few times in the last few weeks, but uh, I pretty much I pretty much managed to stay away from it for almost an entire year, which so much improved my mental health. <laughs> I bet. I think it actually makes a good point that I hadn't thought about. Uh, in general, the reason for renaming is to trick those who have rejected your product to reconsider because they think it's something different. Oh, hey. Also, that's a good that's a that's a good thought. I hadn't thought about that. Also, to give jobs to marketers and designers. Good points. Yep. Yep. So, the last one I have here uh, for our main news is how to say no to your customers and still provide great service. Hmm. I really like this article. Um, it actually helps you to set your boundaries without uh, upsetting people or mm -hmm. causing people to, you know, try to destroy your company. Um, and one of the things that they say, like number five on the list is remember that clients who walk aren't a good fit. It's not a bad thing to let your clients walk if things just aren't working out. It's, yep. it's probably better all around. Mm -hmm. It took me many years to learn these lessons. Yeah. So th these are, this is actually a pretty good, helpful article that I found. It's good if you're, if you're self-employed. And your working your working contract stuff is really good to know when it's time to cut to cut cut bait and, and bail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, we do have a whole bunch of other news and information here for you, folks. You'll want to go check through them. There's just a whole slew of them there. Amber does a wonderful job of uh, scouring the internet every week to bring way too much that we could ever talk <laughs> about here. We can make an entire show just on the news. We could, uh, but I just also wanted to point out that in our um, extras, uh, we actually have six articles that were sent in to me, yeah. and they're pretty good articles. And we also have uh, stuff about security, supply chain, and the last one I have is actually kind of entertaining. It's about the five articles you always read about AI, even though each time you read one of these five articles, it's reworded. It's just, it's always the same. That's because the AI articles. is writing it. <laughs> and the AI is, you know, self-centered and he just wants to keep putting this stuff out there about himself. <laughs> That's so my theory. Definitely go that. and check these out in our show notes. Uh, I always make sure to throw in some really entertaining stuff now. Alrighty. Well, right off the top, right at the center, right after the news, we do like to acknowledge those that support our show. This is where we like to talk about those that have supported the show with their time, talent, or treasure. The three T's. And we like to start off by acknowledging our artists who supply us with great artwork every week. And those of you watching on YouTube get a sneak peek of the artwork before it goes live. Because it's always different than the art that I have up for the, the uh, little placeholder for YouTube image. Because that one there is usually based upon the artwork we have, but it's not the exact same. And this week here, we do have another great piece of art from Greg's Graphics. And it is a mummified, looks like a kid to me. 
the mummified kid just doesn't look to be moving, but it just gave me the feeling of shambling along, which is what I decided to call this show. I do like the way Greg gets in there, messes with the logos, the colors, and just has fun with them and just does a great job of showcasing artwork that we get to show off each and every week on the show and also change the art for our show each and every week where, you know, I guess more and more podcasts are doing this, but I've been doing this artwork change now for at least three years, mm -hmm. and uh, most people are just now figuring it out. So it's always kind of a cool thing. So thanks a lot, Greg. We greatly appreciate your talent. If you'd like to have your artwork showcased here, you can go submit it to wpplugins.com slash artwork to submit your artwork. And... Get it all, you know, if it's if, it, if we like it, we'll select it. And you get recognition and a link to your website, if so be it. So give it a shot. We also like to recognize those that support the show with their time. And the time being uh, supported these days is, you know, we've got um, uh, Charlie who helps us with the contest, which we've put on hiatus for a little while. And we've got other areas of the website. And over the years, we've had different people help with different aspects of the show. They usually get burned out because it's a volunteer position, and I understand that. I've done my own burnouts and volunteer work. It's hard to do your own work and then do the volunteer work because you're not getting paid, so you're not as motivated. But we all we always need motivated people or people who have extra time that want to support the show by helping us out with the website. One particular area we need help with is the organization of our um, artwork. And right now, we have a lot of really good artwork in the show. And it'd be nice if we could get it um, showcased up a little bit better. And we've got artwork that from the past that has not been dis that is not displayed in our art gallery yet. So we could use some help with that. And they got other areas. If you want to know more, reach out to me at john at WP Pro, and I can help you out. The other way we like to uh, recognize people is for their donations of their treasure. That's their money. Cash, cash, cash. One day we'll have to get the uh, crypto stuff set up. I haven't made the time to deal with that. At any rate, so we'd like to thank out uh, anyone who comes in $50 or more as an executive producer of this show. And it is a real credit that you can use elsewhere and say, hey, I was an executive producer at a WP Plugin show. Also, you know, if you word it all correctly, you might even be able to, you know, fake it as a uh, tax write-off as a uh, advertising expense. You never know. Uh, that's not that's, that's not recommendation or, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. It's not telling you what to do. It's just something. <laughs> At any rate, we don't have any executive producers this week, but we do have the people who come in under $50 that remain anonymous, and it's a few bucks. It's here and there. It's a couple of bucks a month, a couple of bucks a week. You know, it never puts any money in our pockets, but it does help offset the show, and it does show that you recognize the value for value that this show is. If you get any value out of it, give some value back, and that value is time, talent, or treasure, and treasure is always uh, always acknowledged and thanked. So thank you all very much for all of that. That being said, it is time for us to dive into what people show up here for, which is into the depths of plug-in depravity. <coughs> all right, so Classic Press this week. I don't have anything new in Classic Press that I'm aware of, so we'll just recognize that we still cover Classic Press when we come across that stuff. I'm not working in it, so that means I'm not researching it. And uh, 
I had to make a choice. That's really what it boiled down to. But if you do use Classic Press or you know someone who is using Classic Press and you want to hear some stuff here on the show, send it over to us and we will get it into the show. As for WordPress plugins, we do have those. And the first one I've got for you this week is Bio, B-I-O-L, Beautify Links. This is kind of a cool plugin here. And although it's... It seems like it's old. It's not. It's only a year old. And one of the things it does for you is when you're making your, your links in your website, linking to other pages or external sorts and stuff, you usually get the one simple way of doing it on your site, which is to create the link and it just creates the link. Well, this here enhances that. You can create your new link and then with your new link, you can go in and you can add some starting text to it, add some text color, a background color, a border color, link decoration on it. It makes a little box around your link. And then what it does is it may adds a little box in front of your link. You could add something like must read and then what the link is. And then it just sort of enhances it, makes it stand out on the page a little bit. So it's a really cool little tool you can add to enhancing the different links in your blog posts on your site. You don't have to use it on every link, but hey, it can be great on lots of different links. Something you might want to check out if you're linking off to important stuff that people want to see or use it for your internal links to other places in your site that you want people to catch and notify about. At any rate, I thought it was a pretty great plugin. Go check it out. It's called Bio, B-I-O-L, Beautify Links, and I give it a five. Dragon rating. That actually seems like a really good idea. Mm -hmm. I thought so. So the first one I've got is, uh, I'm going to murder the name, Wet Paul Engineering Disable Comments. So this was sent in to us by our listener, Martin Wedipal. I think I'm getting his last name kind of right. Just go Wedipal. Okay, Wedipal. Uh, and I'm actually going to let him explain it in his own words. I have a little plugin that removes comments and hides any of the admit page stuff to do with comments. I include this in any custom plugins I develop for other clients who don't use comments, and that is most of them. So they aren't asking questions of why is there a comments link in the, on the admin dashboard if they aren't using comments. Check it out at uh, the link, wordpress.org, plugins, we disable comments. And as with all my plugins, you will have to search for it using the link above or my name since I'm just not that popular. <laughs> We're working on making you more popular. We're working on it. Uh, so I checked this out myself. I really liked it. I also like the fact that it's just a plug and play. Yep. Put it in, let it go, and it is efficient, easy, definitely worth checking out. I rate it at five dragons. Cool. Yeah, go check it out. Martin makes some great plugins. We've reviewed a, 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 a couple, a one of his plugins a couple of times previously. Mm -hmm. So go check it out and use it. It can help you out. If you're not using comments, great way to turn them off in one smooth shot. All right, the next one I have up for you here is called WP Backend File Search and Editor Tweaks Lite. Okay, this one here is one that allows you, if you're one of those people, like I don't do it too often anymore, but I used to use the backend editors for WordPress for editing code or tweaks in plugins or in theme folders and such. And this is a plugin that can dramatically help you with that. 
And what it does is when you're editing plugins or the themes or whatever, it puts a little search function right up there at the top for you that you can search for. If you're like, you're looking for a key phrase, and of course there's dozens of files and let's take a simple plugin. It might have a dozen, two dozen files in it and you're looking for a phrase in those files and you just don't know where it's at. This plugin here actually searches through that and finds that information for you and opens the appropriate uh, folder and file for you. So it's kind of a cool tool um, for helping you uh, enhance during the process of doing your developing on the site. Also, it'll stick uh, line numbers in there for your code so you know what line number you're working on on the code. The other thing it helps cure is that long extended line. It'll, add, it'll tack in word wrap into the editor for you. And word wrap is really useful and important when you're editing code because there's nothing worse than a single line of code running out to 800 characters to the right and you have to scroll back and forth to see everything. It gets really hard to read. So this is a very useful tool. One that I thought was really useful for anyone that's still doing their own hacking and, uh, and stuff in the back end. Go check it out. It's called WP Backend File Search and Editor Tweaks Light, and I give it a four dragon rating. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Next one I have up is Halloween Box. This is a pretty fun little Halloween plugin. It's still working well, even though it's a, it hasn't been updated for a year. You plug it in, let it rip, and all of your posts and pages receive a Halloween edition. It can make it a little hard to read your poster page with the pumpkins being added at the bottom like this, but it definitely looks cool. And it also depends on like how long your post is and what have you. Uh, definitely worth checking out. And if you already have a dark theme, the pumpkins just add an awesome spooky feeling to everything. So definitely uh, go and check this out if you're looking for some Halloween decoration for your site. I write this at Five Dragons. Cool. And next week I'll probably bring a ton of Halloween plugins just because <laughs> there's a bunch of them and I haven't done them in a while. All right, the final one I've got here for you is Curiosity POTD or Photo of the Day. If you like knowing about Mars and wanting to know what the latest Mars, Mars rover picture is and you'd like to display them up on your website, this is just a simple, fun plug-in, little widget that you add in. You can use their default demo key or you can go to NASA and get your own API key that you enter in here. And then once you get that all entered in there, Every day when the new Curiosity photo comes out, it'll get displayed up on your website. So it's nothing super special, but it is kind of cool looking and something to go check out and see what the latest Mars photo is. And who knows, maybe you'll get that new photo where they've got spacemen walking across the screen and nobody saw them yet. <laughs> go check it out. I give this one a four dragon rating. That does seem like a pretty cool thing to have around. Last one I have is custom CSS or Elementor. This plugin seems to essentially be the same as simple custom CSS plugin, only this is specifically made for Elementor. It's very useful if you use Elementor and need to change just a couple of things here and there. It works beautifully. Um, general, so what makes this different is generally we know that Elementor has a little additional CSS area under the advanced tab, but 
What this does is it actually creates a corresponding CSS input field for all of the widgets or uh, all of the little tabs there. So you can actually choose. Um, I'm not explaining it very well. I wrote down and what I wrote down wasn't very explanatory either. <laughs> it was clear in my head. Apologies for that. Uh, it, it essentially gives you more individual control over how each little bit looks. It's very useful if you use CSS. <laughs> uh, and also it's totally free. And I do rate it at five dragons because it does work beautifully. Maybe if you click through. Cool. Sorry, if you click through that, maybe it'll help to give a visual. Sorry about click not being able to explain it. This? Yeah. So it, like, see, it actually gives you separate CSS things mm. rather like for each. Um, each item. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Each item on the page. So it, it, it creates separate IDs for everything. There we go. Okay, to answer Hemdian's question, what does getting your own key give you? Uh, I assume he's talking about the API key for the uh, Curiosity one from the NASA key. Uh, with your own API key, you could then use it in your own uh, your own plugin or somewhere, somewhere else that the API key could be used to draw different stuff from NASA. I went over and checked it out. It doesn't take you very long to get the key, but uh, I don't have much use for it myself. And I, while I like this plugin, it's not something I figured out how to use yet, aside from experiment, experimentation. All right. Well, that covers up our plugins here. We still don't have listener feedback. Come on, folks. I know there's at least four, five people listening to the show. So with our four or five people out there listening, hey, come on, send us some questions. You know, make it some entertainment for us. All right. And our contest, as we've mentioned, are on hiatus. So we'll just leave that be. Uh, uh, we got a couple of quick things to cut to close out before we head into the Q&A segment with Amber. Uh, closing out, I covered up the following plugins. The Bio, Beautified Links, which I gave a 5 to. The WP Backend File Search and Editor Tweaks, Light, which I gave a 4 to. And the Curiosity POTD. Which you rated a... A 4. <laughs> and I covered Halloween Box, which I rated at 5. Custom CSS for Elementor, which I rated at five. And, um, uh oh, it looks like I forgot to change that. Sorry. Um, I'll make sure I fix that in the notes. Mm -hmm. The other one I covered is What a Paul Engineering Disable Comments, which I also rated at five at a whole five day. All right. Ace is high. Okay. Nothing else in the reminders at the moment, except if you, uh, you are a developer or someone in the WordPress industry and you'd like to be in an interview show, just reach out to me at uh, john at wppro.ca or just go to wppluginsa-z.com interview and schedule an interview. And that, I had something else to say, but my brain has uh, locked up on it for some reason. Seems to be that kind of day. <laughs> yeah, well, not the end of the world. At any rate, it's time for us to move along to... It's question answer time. What, Amber? <laughs> First off, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, feel free to send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca. 
And I'll get them up here and we'll see what the answer is. The first question we have is actually from Martin Wedderpaul. What he says is, I regularly check the WordPress vulnerability report from iThemes and notice there seems to be a lot of cross-site scripting vulnerabilities on even simple plugins. Is this because the plugin developer is trying to do much more than the basic features of the plugin? Um, well, I don't know. It could be it could be they're trying to do more than the basic features of the plugin. It could also be that they're lazy with their code. Because most cross-scripting uh, vulnerabilities, cross-site scripting vulnerabilities, are caused by a flaw in the code, or they're, or they're asking from, you know, I haven't done this stuff in quite some time, but from what I recall, is they're, they're calling a function with an insecure question. You know, they're, they're using an insecure method to call a specific function. And that allows for cross-site scripting vulnerabilities is the insecure method. Most of the time, it's just they're not, they're, not, they're not coding their plugins with enough security or paying attention to the standards when they're coding it up, especially like WordPress has very specific standards. And I know they've changed um, many of the calls over the last you know, five, six years. There were ways that I knew how to do things that if you do it now in those ways, then you actually introduce a security flaw that can be uh, exploited through cross-site scripting. So it's, it's, it's just, I, I think it's just a matter of paying attention to the security and the developer's not doing that or a new security flaw, something that worked okay and wasn't a security flaw, the hackers discover a way to uh, monopolize or, or not that monopolizes the word, but uh, they discover a way to use that flaw that wasn't previously known. And that's what the hackers do. They spend days throwing different ideas at it, you know, so much creativity in their brains and they decide to use it for evil rather than good. So that's pretty much all I have on that one. All right. Uh, next question is, we seem to be having a major hack issue popping up everywhere, which you said before is kind of normal, just as being noticed more. But my question is, do you think this is going to like die off anytime soon? Or do you think it's just going to keep evolving into more of a problem? Like uh, what, what was going through my mind when I wrote that down was with uh, everyone talking about, with all the news is reporting it all the time, making it big news, do you think it's going to kind of grow in popularity to become a hacker? Or do you think that, you know, it'll die off and lose its popularity soon? I don't think it'll neither die off or increase in the 20 years I've been doing this. The amount of hackers has always been approximately the same in proportion to the amount of people using the computers and the internet. You've got more, okay. you've got more people using the internet now, so you've got more hackers. You know, um, the problem is, as I was talking, I think we talked a little bit about it before the show, is it's an arms race. Mm-hmm. It's literally an arms race, and the arms race is is the security people, the white hats, they find ways to protect the systems. The black hats, the, the hackers, the other ha- half of the hackers, because hackers are hackers. Hacker what used to be just a general term, and they used to be divided between white hat and black hat, and then there was always the gray hats who were mm, sometimes evil, sometimes good, depending on whether they liked you or not. Mm-hmm. 
But on in that aspect there is the ones on the black hat side, they're always looking for an edge, always looking for a flaw, always looking like they can look at the same piece of code over and over and couldn't crack it. And in one day, they find a new minor edge in it that had a crack that wasn't previously noticed and they pry that open and now there's a new flaw. I mean, all you got to do is look at the flaws, look at the way WordPress was originally designed and how many hacks are found. I mean, every once in a while, even WordPress, every once in a while, they'll release a patch for a flaw that was recently discovered and it goes all, and that flaw goes all the way back to version 3.2 of WordPress. So the flaw had been there a very long time, just nobody noticed it. Right. So this is a problem. It's like it, the the news media. I, I think when they get bored, they decide to pump. They decide to pump out articles about hackers, or when the hackers do something big and major, like uh, lock down a uh, uh, oil pipeline system with a uh, encryption. That's when that. That's when attention's drawn on everything. One of the big flaws that a lot of people don't think about. The biggest flaw in computer systems is not the code itself. It's the ID10T error. The keyboard interface the keyboard interface is the uh, is the biggest flaw in the computer systems. I mean humans can be manipulated way easier than computer code. In fact, <laughs> yeah. penetration testers most of the time they don't even bother trying to hack into a system. What they do is they socially engineer the people who have access to those to those systems. And, and get those people to give them the access. And it happens all the time. So it's, it's your, your biggest problem is your ID10T error. Which makes sense. Yeah. All right. And you have one more question. You can ask it out. And then we will uh, cut it off for those of you listening here on the podcast. You'll have to come all the way back to the YouTube channel to catch this second question. Okay, uh, with the additional security risks that have been coming to the fore as of late, do you think that the updates are going to start coming more frequently, or do you think they will just keep on at the current pace we are, we are doing? Hmm, that's an interesting uh, question. Alrighty, well, with that, let's have my lady take us on out of here, and then we'll be right back. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wbpluginsa2z.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wpplugins slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsa2z.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at wppluginsa2z. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day.
thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by JohnOverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.